Welcome to the Not So Minnesota Nice Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Um, this is part two of our stigma episode. This is going to be a more serious of a discussion, and we'll do our best to approach all topics in an honest, open, and sensitive way. And being part of the wise in regards to stigmas is being open to learning more. So if there's anything we get wrong during tonight's episode, please call us on it. There is comment section on SoundCloud, or you can go to our Facebook page and comment there, whatever. We Send would us love a tweet. Yeah. Yes, we, we would love to hear from you. Um, we obviously don't know everything, um, but we felt like it would be a good time to just um, touch on some of those more raw topics that we didn't get to last week. Yes. Um, I know one thing that we had discussed while we were planning the episode was how people are actually, you know, raised with stigmas. Um, this, you know, pre preconceived notion, but whether it be a negative experience they had when they were a kid or because of their parents and negative experiences that maybe their their parents had right. dealt with. So, you know, this discrimination is a learned habit. Yeah. Um which led us to the conclusion that there's shitty people everywhere. There there are <laughs> there are shitty people everywhere. Um that's why it's it's so hard to know that it's it's easier for say the or it's easy for the media to you know discriminate one group of people you know based on their religion or whatever and we're only seeing that that negative portrayal portrayal exactly yeah. yes um and we're not seeing all the good the good things and that can be said for pretty much every stigma that we yeah. are gonna cover and I think maybe that we did last week. Yeah. Um, yeah we talked about um, <clears throat> Facebook and Twitter and social media in general having a influence and impact in this in stigmas and how it can make it worse or sometimes better. I mean being that everyone's so connected there's other ways to have support groups and things that yeah. they didn't have before, which is good. Having that platform to, to speak out about it, too, yep. so that it's not such a weird thing that, you know, people people are struggling. And right. it's important that more information is, is given so that more people can join those wise people. Yep. So it would be nice if, you know, social media or just the general public of media actually reflected some of those positive, you know, aspects of these different stigmatized groups, I guess. Right. Instead of the extreme cases and everything. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about that and how um, Westboro Baptist is giving, you know, Christianity or Christians uh, a bad rap because we're seeing, you know, these awful people doing these awful things in the name of God because there's these extremist groups everywhere, you know, and all these different you know, religions and mm-hmm. <sighs> so uh, same thing happens with ISIS and Muslims mm-hmm. totally not the same as their the Quran goes into a whole bunch of really positive things just like the Bible does of how you should act and how you should be and right. then it's all up to interpretation and then people take it in really bad ways and become extremists I yeah guess. there's like there's like it's, so much of that basic um, foundation pardon me, foundation to all these different, you know, religions that you, you should be a, a good person, basically. Right, yep. Um, and that's going to look different to different people, different regions, you know, depending mm-hmm. on where you come from. Um, 
and I don't think it's really anyone's business to to judge how someone is necessarily choosing to live their life. No. Um, you know, especially when there's things that they, they can't help, which is where a lot of the, the stigmas, you know, end up coming into play. Yeah. Um, like we talked about, you know, Christianity and, you know, divorce was yep. one of them. Um, and how there's, you know, some extremist type Christians that if you've been divorced, you know, you're automatically shunned, basically. Yeah. Um, because it's against what they, they believe in. Right. Um, but that creates a stigma for divorced people to be like, oh, I'm not accepted because I've had this, this life event that is so negatively viewed upon. Right. And it can have other effects, too. Like, people who really just shouldn't be together end up staying together. And um, there's a lot of pain and hurt or abuse or other things that go on that should be able to be stopped. Right. And not yes. ha- you shouldn't have to live with anything like that just because you feel like you can't, you know, yeah, I mean, separate. And that was one of the things that whenever we were doing some of our research for stigma, it was talking about how these people are are shunned for yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, which I mean leads us into the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And how, you know, horribly they're treated by. And I hate to say it, but some Christians and, you know, other rel- religious groups and everything, because, you know, in their Bibles, it's saying that it's a sin or whatever. Um, but I guess they do tend to forget that in their Bible, all sin is created equal. Right. So. <clears throat> Which, I mean, that's one of those things that extends, like, to a lot of different holy texts through a different a whole bunch of different religions mm-hmm. and it's amazing because a lot of them have so many common grounds like it really is it's crazy like yeah. i compare and contrast um the um crown with uh like the jewish holy text mm-hmm. can't think of it off the top of my head i am so sorry yeah we should have written that down sorry um. <laughs> But yeah, just uh, doing some of the compare the pillars and the it, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. It's like there's some really really important similarities there. There's also a lot of differences, right? Yeah, just like with any religions or any any kind of like of people organized groups. Yep, there, there's going to be different thing different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Um, and I don't know I, how is why is it so easy to get stuck on all these negative aspects. I think it's a lot easier for people to focus on negatives than positives. Yeah. I mean, in, in general. Yeah. You know, you, and, and we're, I don't want to say we're wired that way, but that's the way a lot of us were raised. You, you tend to avoid the behavior that you got punished the worst for. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it So you focus, does. you end up focused on it. And then when someone else exhibits that behavior that you were punished for, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, snap. Right. Yeah. You know, and it, it brings up a whole bunch of things. And then depending on who what who you have observed exhibiting those behaviors that you find incorrect or punishable can give you a stigma for that particular type of person. Right. Yeah. And I think it's the one thing pardon me, I have to clear my <clears throat> the one thing that you know, we had touched on a little bit was being the wise people and learning more. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the amount of people that just prefer to be close-minded. 
It is. You know, and not try to learn and about other people's religions or other people's fancies or whatever to try to just understand yeah. humanity better. Humanity, yeah. Well, I think it's it's just so much easier to be closed minded. Yeah. And kind of I mean, I know I remember from childhood my my grandma I think said this, but only dead fish go with the flow. <laughs> But it's so much easier to be carried by that current than mm-hmm. it is to swim against it. To swim against it. And yeah. it's important to swim against it and to learn and to, you know, be willing to buck the norm so that you can have a better understanding. Yeah. But it is easier to just well, let I go. Well, I think that it just breaks my heart a little bit because then you know that there's these people out there that are trying their hardest to just be normal you know, and not draw all this attention to themselves because they think something is wrong with them. Right. Um, oh, it was like the, the public versus self stigmas yeah. that we were looking at. Yeah. You know, like the public stigmas is when, you know, a large group of people, you know, are all sharing the same stigma. And then you've got the self stigmas, you know, where it's something about yourself that you're, you're not liking or you feel like is wrong with you. And, you know, some of that does stem from the more public stigmas. Right. You know, think about when we were kids and, you know, gays out in the world and there was such a super strong stigma and we're finally branching out a little bit. You know, because when we were kids, it's like, I remember overhearing an awful comment about how all gays have HIV. Right. And this was at a really impressionable age where we should be teaching our children, like, guess what? We're all we're all humans. We yeah. we all like who who we like, and that's okay. They're they're no right. different. You exactly. Know, people or watching, are people. Yes, <laughs> people are people. Um, I was watching The Help. Have you seen that one? I have. Yep. Um, and they were talking about back then they thought that you know African Americans, you know, had different germs than we do, and they wouldn't let right. them poop in the same bathroom and. You know, thank goodness we moved from that, but at the same time, like, we should be so much further from where we were with, with those stigmas. Should be. Well, we're getting there. And, and it is good to see the progress that it has happened in the world. Yeah. It, it is, it, there's a lot of great things. I love those, um, those little clips on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, where it's like, 11 reasons why today is awesome or that the world, you know, like, yes. and there's all these super positive things yes. happening and it's, it's like, yay, yeah, not bad news. Cause that's what seems to be in our news all the time mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That's why like, I try really hard to share like a positive quote every so often because mm-hmm. you never know who is going to need that. Right. You know, just brighten one person's day even. Yeah. It'll brighten 10 more people's day because they'll be in a good mood and it spreads. When I was a kid, I had this, well, I called it my smile theory, that, like, even when you're in a grumpy mood, like, try to smile, like, when you're out in public, you know, smile at a stranger, you know, walking by, because maybe that'll put a smile on their face, and say that person is a teacher, and they're going to work, and then they're smiling at their students, and they're having a good day, because they got a random smile, and then those students go to their families, and, you know, it just, it's that trickle-down effect, and if we can maybe apply that same structure to talking more openly about you know stigmas and differences and everybody and mm-hmm. we can get to maybe a even better place than we all already are right and and it's not that we're saying that you have to agree with everything that you like everything and every theory and every 
lifestyle. It's not it's not a matter of agreeing. It's a matter of understanding and being at least having some empathy for mm-hmm. it and moving on with your life without putting up this big sign on their door or a big red X on their chest. Yes. Yeah. They don't need that shit. Yeah, you like, don't need that shit. I was talking <laughs> to my mom um, about uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, Jess, I just, I don't get it. And I was like, it's not necessarily our place to understand because we haven't had those feelings of being born into the wrong body. That's right. But it's our place to just love each other and to understand that... They, they were born different, yeah. you know, and they feel like they were born wrong, and that's that's their life. Yeah. Let, let them let them live their life, and it's not like they're hurting anybody, and, you know, getting away from that stigma that things that are different are bad. Right. That's very true. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were talking about even, like, the mental illness stigmas, because I think that is one of the ones that is most... Um, commonly talked about now. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about how insurances are covering, you know, mental health and everything, which is so amazing. Um, and we saw the statistic where one in five American adults will experience some kind of mental health disorder. Right. Um, and I think, you know, even hearing mental health disorder, there's so many people out there that are like, oh, that means you're crazy. Right. Right? Like, oh, that means you must be a psychopath or, like, yes. that you're going to kill someone or hurt yourself. And they don't they don't realize that social anxiety is a mental health disorder. Right. Yes, listeners, I have horrible social anxiety. Um, but postpartum depression, you know, is, like, a real disorder. And we okay. still have these people who are like, you just need to get over it. Right. Or, you know, what worked for me is I drank some orange juice and sat in the sunlight for an hour, and then I was good. Right. It is excellent. So amazing that that worked for you, mm-hmm. but that does not mean it's going to work for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and even with, you know, physical ailments, oh, you know, yeah. and these, in the invisible sickness, you know, like people who are diabetic. Yep. And their blood sugar is all over the place, and they have an emotional reaction, you know, to it. And from yeah. onlookers, they're like, oh, the person's kind of losing their mind. Yeah. It's like, it's because they're dying. Their right. blood sugar is too low, <laughs> and their brain is being suffocated. Like, not enough people think past their own nose, or see past their see own past nose. nose. Yeah. 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 You always, you know, and that, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just don't know how to continue right this second <laughs> <laughs> right well because we were talking about you know mental illness and physical disabilities um and i think one of the things that was maybe kind of important to touch upon was the fact that there are a lot of harmful effects that come from stigmas and the people that are stigmatized whether it be you know a religious stigma or you know they have a physical disability like we're talking about certain nerve disorders and how you know maybe they you know they can't talk as well because the nerves in their face don't work as well as a quote-unquote normal person you know but then people are like oh they're talking slow so therefore they must be slow right when really their mind could be going a million miles faster than ours but there's that immediate rush judgment mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. And that comes from a, a few different things. I mean, that could be something like, uh, 
like a disability, a physical disability mm-hmm. that's causing problems. It could be something like social anxiety or even being an introvert where you have to process internally and it takes a second. Yeah. Like you kind of feel like a robot sometimes, like processing, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and and it does. You get that, that um, like, oh, maybe maybe he's really not smart or maybe she's just not intelligent enough to handle this conversation. Maybe we should dumb it down a little or... You know, or or you get those people who are just out and out mean. Like, yeah. oh, sorry, you must be slow. Did you just say that? Right. <laughs> like, oh, seriously? I think of in um, <laughs> Billy Madison. Yeah. When the kid's stuttering while he's reading, and Billy Madison's like, ta-ta today, Junior. Mm-hmm. And there are full-grown adults that yeah. do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Or there's full-grown ad- adults that are using the R word. And you're right. like... How, how how do we get away from this? I mean, we're yeah. not... We're, we're never going to be perfect. No. You know, as a whole, as a world, we're never going to get to the point where everyone can live in peace and happiness. But it's a good... Which would be boring. Goal, at It least, is a good goal. <laughs> right? Or at least have a have a good understanding of each other. I, I, I don't know. I think the... The... Um, perfect happiness and all that stuff would require us all being the exact same person. Right. And that is boring. It would be boring. Yeah. There's going to be conflict. um, Which spurs ideas and advancement. So, like, that's not a bad thing at all. But just be respectful about it. Yeah. Just having a better understanding of the human condition. You know, (laughs) because... Willow gets it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um... It was a little funny timing after talking about human condition. And she's like, yeah. And cat She's like, I get this. <laughs> yeah. Why don't y'all? Um, cause we were talking, oh, I was talking to Katie the other day. And I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. It was like something about kids and being ex- accepting of, you know, trans and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole like Target bathroom debacle and everything. And Katie was just like, my kid knows how to load the dishwasher. So get with the times. Right. <laughs> and I just thought it was the most brilliant thing. Like, I bring it, I bring it up to her like almost every single time I hang out, and I'm just like, seriously, like it, it's something that seems so simple. It does. And I'm not saying like don't ever judge anybody ever again because that's impossible. Right. There's you're always gonna have those quick judgments. I mean, that's part of our self preservation. It's yeah. You know, you see somebody who is wearing like a trench coat and a hoodie, and walking in a dark alley. And your heart might flutter for a minute, thinking, oh, I might be in danger. Right. But it's, you know, partially because of media and, yeah. you know, knowing Movies how Batman's and... parents died. Right. and <laughs> <laughs> Yep. But in all seriousness, like, it's, it's pretty amazing that we are making these strides where, you know, we, we went and Googled as much as we could about stig- stigmas for this episode, mm-hmm. you know, and... There's millions of web pages that talk so in depth about exactly what you could be struggling with, right. um, which helps people to learn more. And I think it might also help people to realize that they are normal if they're not normal. Right. So. Normal's relative. Yes. <laughs> We're back there. <laughs> um, the one article that I I like that I did post for us was the. Let's call mental health stigma what it really is, discrimination. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that article was pretty interesting in regards to 
the the public versus self stigmas and how they were talking about there's the stereotype and then you build your prejudice based on that stereotype and then once you're acting out on your prejudice that's when you're discriminating right is you're like, well, you can't handle this because you have past trauma that might, you know, how about you ask first and not just assume? Yeah. Because it might not have anything to do with that past trauma that's actually going to be triggered. Yes. Or, you know, I, like with the antisocial stuff, Mm -hmm. well, I didn't want to invite you because I know that you don't like people. And that's the worst. Because then all of a sudden, yeah, you feel isolated Mm -hmm. because people are being hypersensitive to what they pursue or assume is your needs and really you need to be invited out and they need to understand that you're going to cancel that out 10 times not you me but Uh, that would that would (laughs) be me in in general you know i mean that having that acceptance like well you still want to hang out with me is huge yes like even though you know that sometimes you know, I don't want to go, or that I'm going to say, you know what, no, that's a lot of people, and I really wouldn't feel comfortable with it. There's mm-hmm. also times when it's like, you know what, I want to go to a concert and have fun with all these people I don't know. I'm going to be drained for, like, four days, yeah. but I want to go, because, uh, you know, well, and I, I'm excited. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people who have mental health disorders, or some of, like, the, the physical ones that mm-hmm. are, are more silent... Um, they don't want to say anything because they don't want people to treat them like they're different because they already right. feel so different. So they already feel that way. Um, their self-stigma is... And their self-esteem or their self-worth is down. Yeah. You know, like telling people I have anxiety and they're like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Like, are you okay? Do you need a hug? And I'm like, no. I just need to know that the graffiti's not going to fail on me right now. Oh, so you're crazy? Yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Pretty much, sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just have anxiety. (laughs) I mean... The same thing goes with with depression or, you know... um, Depression's a good one, too. Mm -hmm. You you say anything about being feeling depressed or... Well, that's become such a thing. Even when someone's just sad, they're like, Oh, I'm so depressed today. Right. Like, well, you're really helping everyone who actually struggles with depression by saying stuff like that. Making light of it. And I've noticed, (laughs) you know, the current teen generation um, like to say things like triggered. Yeah. Just in normal conversation. And the, oh, I'm so depressed. Or I could just kill myself. Right. You know, and they make light of cutting on themselves. And... No. Or rape, harm, or yeah, or you yeah, know, even like rape I've, or... I've I've seen conversations. It's like, oh, haha, like, oh, he's gonna rape you, and it's like, that's one of those byproducts from it being so out there, information-wise, mm-hmm. that it does kind of get you get it becomes a desensitized thing, right? And that's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Even when it's awesome that everyone's like on the same page, it becomes a issue. Yeah, too much too much information can be a bad thing. Um, Especially with impressionable youth types. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that as adults, we, we are the ones that are getting this information and we're, we're finding, you know, positive ways to be able to filter it down to these next generations so yeah. that they can, you know, keep moving in the right direction. Right. Um, Instead of it being becoming a joke or a 
something that could be made light of or yeah something that is desensitized because it's some of these things are really serious like yeah. rape for instance yeah absolutely huge. you know and you and you don't know what not that we should be so focused on what other people think or anything but having respect for those around us goes a long way yeah you know so not callously making a joke like you know, oh, he broke up with me. I'm gonna kill myself. When you right. could have a classmate sitting right next to you who was planning on doing it, or you know, it has the idealization. Like you don't know what other people are are struggling with. Yeah. So there are certain topics that that should be handled, you know, sensitively. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, the next generations will start to get on the bandwagon of. Well, they, and they already are. We yeah. have, you know, lots of great kids that are standing up for, mm. you know, different groups of people and standing up for themselves and speaking out. And Self-advocation has become a pretty, pretty mainstream thing for them, which is yeah. a good thing. It's something I didn't learn until my 30s. Right. You know, like being able to go to the doctor and be like, no, you're not doing what you should be doing. This is right. my body. I, I know I it. I know it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's very powerful that, you know, the youth can learn that lesson before they're full-grown adults and yeah. afraid to make dentist appointments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or afraid to make to talk to the bill collectors or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Adulting is fun. Yeah. Um, is this is why millennials have so much trouble. We didn't actually have to adult until we were well past when we were supposed to learn how to adult. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember having to learn how to balance checkbooks in, like, the eighth grade and we learned a little bit about buying stocks, but it didn't really give us a whole lot of real life no. skills. I remember the stock market thing. That was actually really that fun. That was a lot of fun. But I mean, yeah. 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 Real life stuff we're ever going to use. Um, one of the articles that we found, it's actually just the Mayo Clinic website. Um, mm -hmm. and it was talking about mental illness and the harmful effects. Um, of stigma and these ones like I said are more mental illness based but I think they can actually be applied to pretty much any kind of stigma or discrimination that you're feeling um, reluctance to seek help or treatment um, I think that applies for the mental illness a lot it does um, <clears throat> it also could apply to um, seeking out like-minded people or mm -hmm. uh, support groups if needed or anything like that. Which obviously isn't healthy because you're not reaching out to the people that do understand what you're going through. Right. Or could understand what you're going through. Yeah, if you gave them the opportunity to. Yep. Um, so the next one was fewer opportunities for work, school, or social activities or trouble finding housing. Um, and then... The really big one, bullying, physical violence, or harassment. Because okay. um, we were talking about, you know, there's the people who, you know, just are not accepting of certain things, and they do lash out, and, you know, you, you hear people being, you know, beaten almost to death for their beliefs. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why there are so many people who are afraid to, to speak up and to speak out. Right. Um, it's huge and it, and it is a, a world problem for a lot of different stigmas and in some places it's much worse than it is in other places mm -hmm. where 
people are, you know, killed for their belief system or people are completely persecuted still in this day and age for their beliefs. Right. Whether it be religion or, you know, the color of their skin or for how they're choosing to live their life or how they just are as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, right. It's, it's really sad and it's just one of those things that could be avoided if there wasn't so much fear. Yeah. And that's the False evidence appearing real. Yep. Fear. Fear. Um, so I think it's important that we, we talk about, you know, the steps to cope with stigmas, um, which are obviously the ones that we hear all the time about, you know, getting the treatment that you need if you do have, you know, a mental illness or if you have physical ailments that are preventing you from living your best life, you know, trying to find your options, you know, there, there's so many new treatment options that are happening all the time. Um, and it's just being able to self-advocate. Yep. Um, there was one, don't let stigma create self-doubt and shame. Um, obviously easier said than done. Um, but I mean, that's a great place to start and it's just being comfortable in your, your own skin. Yeah. Um, keeping that, that comfort level with yourself will give you that confidence that you're going to need to overcome even more and be more comfortable and. Yeah, be more comfortable talking to other people yep. if you're if you're comfortable in your your own self. Which the next one was don't isolate yourself. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, going a little faster than I should. That's all. No, that's perfect. <laughs> it was the perfect segue. Um, don't equate yourself with your illness. Um, you know, it kind of says instead of saying I'm bipolar, you could say I have you know bipolar disorder. Right. You know, um, and, keeping that label off of you. Yes. Like. I have this ailment. I have a disease. I am not the disease. I am not the disease. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's a really important one because you're you're separating it from yourself. Of yep. course, if you're if you're always saying negative things about yourself, you're going to start to feel that way. You know, right. like I am stupid. No, I said something stupid. Right. That's a big one for my anxiety. Is just because I'm stuttering and I sound like a fool doesn't mean I am a fool. Yeah. I mean. Not all the time, but... Yeah, but um, <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> uh, join a support group. You had talked about that earlier. You know, finding like-minded people who can, you know, help you through whatever struggle you might be having. Even it's as simple as knowing that there are other people who feel the same way yeah. as you. Yeah, exactly. Um, which can go a long way. Um, there was the get help at school, which was obviously more towards, you know, our younger generations. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's still one of those things that, yeah, they joke about being depressed or whatever, but those kids that are really depressed, they might still be joking about it too, and they're not getting that help that they need because they're just, you know, keeping it at the surface. Right. Um, so being able to, you know, talk to the counselors at school or the principal or whatever, yeah. um, and especially when they're being bullied and stuff. Yeah. Um, Which I have to say, steps now are amazing yeah. compared to how they were even when we were in mm-hmm. school. It's, it's way better. Way better. Which is amazing to to be able to say that when we still see so much going right. on. And I think a lot of it is obviously we're seeing more because of the media. Yes. You know, so there's a lot you know more outlets that we can see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and the last one listed on the Mayo Clinic website was speak out against stigma, um, which is a little bit of self-advocation and, you know, standing up for the fact that, you know, you're different, but it's okay. Right. And this is why. And having those facts and, 
you know um or when you recognize that someone else is is being negative towards a stigma saying something yeah stay silent say you know i really don't appreciate yes. when you use the r word i think that's really offensive to anyone who might have a right mental hand yes. you know it it just that's that's exactly what it is just speak out against speak it out. however mm-hmm. you can i mean obviously if you feel like you're going to be physically threatened or harmed maybe right There's, take a step back yeah because that happens too you know mm-hmm. but speak out as much as you can fight against that fear yeah as much as you can and information and knowledge is power over fear oh it absolutely is. you have information and facts it was and other like things um when Princess Diana ended up kissing one of the HIV patients mm-hmm. um, in the hospital, and she was a huge advocate for, yeah. you know, getting away from that stigma. Yeah. Um, and it kind of sparked this, oh, hey, maybe we actually need to research and learn and yep. realize that, you know, there's all these different things that, that can happen, and that these are still people and they have feelings and it could happen to somebody you love you know and having just that 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 place of love for for others yeah definitely um so yeah i think i mean we've tried to cover at least a a handful of some good topics um obviously we didn't get to dive in as deep as we wanted um our listeners might notice that this recording is going to be a little bit more jumbled than our last couple yeah. because of interruptions. Interruptions. And to be completely honest, this is a really hard episode for yeah. us to talk about in a, as, I mean, I don't want to say it was so hard to be respectful through the whole thing. That's not what I mean. But it was, it, this is a lot of stuff that's really hard to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And staying on topic without segueing into a whole bunch of different things because this ties in with a ton of things. Oh, absolutely. And not wanting to get per- too personal too is yeah. hard too. I yeah. mean, obviously we want to be real. We want to be who we are for everyone that's listening. Like we want to get to know. But we also want, want to protect to our but families and exactly and you know keep some of our personal life, our personal life. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're not here for our listeners. You know, if you, if you ever do find yourself in a dark place, I promise you there's somebody who will listen to you there. I mean, mm-hmm. you can tweet us if you're just having a bad day, you can, you know, send us a quick tweet with a semicolon and we will know exactly what that means. And I will bombard you with cute kitten videos or something. Um, because I mean, I don't think anybody is not worth five seconds to let them know that they are worthy of love and that they're special and they're cared about. Exactly. Um, so I guess one thing that we wanted to do was leave the, the suicide hotline. So if you're listening to this and you ever have those thoughts and you just need somebody and you don't know where to reach out to and you, you are feeling like you want to isolate yourself, please reach out. Um, the suicide hotline number is one 800 Um, it's a great place to start you know it's completely confidential you don't have to give too much detail but it's just a place to to be be able to vent about life because you know there's so many of us that you know get into those dark places and need to see a light did you have anything else that you think we should add Um, I can't think of anything I've 
I don't think so. Okay. I mean, we've, we've got some editing ahead of us. We but, do. Um, for now, um, we love you, dear listeners. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for, for listening to, you know, this episode, even though it's a little bit um, different than our last couple. We promise you we'll have some more fun episodes coming up, um, yeah. but also some more serious episodes because um, it, it is nice to kind of challenge ourselves to, to stretch our limitations and mm-hmm you know, what we know about, so, um, and it's, it's definitely good to push ourselves to talk about things that are hard to talk about. That are uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's breaking through the stigmas. It is. It's being able to talk about them. Um, so yes. Speak it out. Yes, speak out. (laughs) Um, so thank you again for listening to us. Um, if you have any comments about this episode, if, if we did say something that rubbed you the wrong way, please let us know so that, you know, next time we can learn from our mistakes. Um, or if there's certain stigmas that you're dealing with, um, you can still leave us a comment on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, um, and we'll, we'll get back to you. We're, we're pretty good at answering comments pretty quickly because we get so excited about them. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we just... We love to hear from you guys, and next episode is going to be amazingly, awesomely more entertaining, like, as far as funny stuff is concerned. And the one after that is one you do not want to miss, just saying. Yes, we have some really exciting ones coming up, Some super exciting ones. So bear with us, stick with us, listen on, and we will definitely talk to you next time. Yeah, talk to you next time.